Hey guys, and welcome to episode five of Self Healing with Magic, Magic with a K podcast. I'm your host, Chelsea Swindle. All right, I am currently recording in my bathroom because right now it is the most quiet room in my house at the moment. My son and wife are home this evening watching TV in the living room, so I decided to go in my bathroom to have some peace (laughs) and my cats actually spend a lot of time in my bedroom and bathroom so you might hear them in the background um one of my cats is 13 years old and I actually took her in after my mom passed away she was originally my mom's cat but I felt like I needed to bring her home with me and look after her and her name is Honeydew, and my sister and I like to call her our sissy cat. And then about a week ago, I took in another cat who goes by Tintin, and a friend of mine had to rehome her, so of course I couldn't help myself. And uh, she's half Maine Coon with emerald green eyes and just absolutely gorgeous and warmed up to me pretty quickly. And uh, yes, Honeydew is a little jealous and they are working on getting along with each other. But until then, they just have to tolerate each other. So it hasn't been, it hasn't been that bad. So I wanted to go ahead with the card pool this evening to see what the cards have in store for us today. I am pulling from a Modern Witch Guide, um, the Modern Witch Tarot Deck. And... Let's see what we have. Eight of Pentacles. And I can already tell that I need this card. <laughs> I don't um, usually pull from this deck. I mean, I, I mean, I have before, but um, I felt the need to try something a little different. And um, usually these cards are right on point. Uh, but the Eight of Pentacles means... Um, there there can be no success without hard work and whether you got an important deadline a project you've been procrastinating on or you're looking to improve your situation it's time to buckle down and get to it it can feel like a slog sure but it's definitely but it'll definitely be worth all the time and energy the proud feeling when you're finally done will be absolutely amazing promise this is um this is more of the modern tarot deck um and i did have an i have several tarot decks but um this one i felt like i could understand it a little better especially whenever i was uh getting just starting in my practice um so i wanted to pull from this deck but that card really hit it on the um nail there because i'm working on a huge project for you guys and any time that i have like if i'm not doing anything for myself or my son or my wife or anything around the house and i'm not going to work i am spending time working on this project every ounce of me i've put into this and I just, I cannot wait to announce it to you guys. I'm so excited, and it's not going to happen until after the first of the year, but it is coming, and everyone is going to be able to benefit from it, and I am just thrilled. So, I know that all my hard work is going to be worth it. Um, 
Alright, so let's dive into the episode. Um, I actually felt very compelled to do an episode on deja vu and dream work because lately I've actually been dealing with a lot of emotions and remembering certain dreams I've had throughout my life. I have also been dealing with a lot of deja vu and if you aren't aware of what that is, it's basically where you have a memory that you feel like you are reliving, almost like the situation that you're in is just too familiar and for me I can't speak for others but for me I have that whole familiar feeling not only do I feel it through my mind but I feel it all through my body as well and I'm usually like okay you know I get this gut feeling like something bad might happen or I'm like wow I remember this happening maybe it's a past life like maybe in my past life I saw it Um, Or I just saw it coming and deja vu can be very difficult to explain to the average person. So um, I just recently experienced deja vu while I was on the phone with a friend I just recently reconnected with and this friend actually holds a very special place in my heart, but I'm not going into details as to why, um, but I will leave... I'm, I'm going to leave that as um, a mystery for now, but while I was talking to her, I had deja vu, and it was where I was on the phone with them talking, and deja vu was just so, cl- the deja vu was so clear, and I could even remember the conversation we were having, so I thought that was kind of wild, and just wanted to share that with you. That was the most recent time that I had deja vu, which was actually a couple of days ago. And um, deja vu is something that I have always experienced throughout my life. And it used to freak me out until I discovered who I was as a person and what it meant. And a lot of times deja vu can mean that the universe or your spirit guides are trying to connect or you're trying to guide or they're trying to guide you down the right path. And that is when you really need to pay attention and listen to your intuition. While I had deja vu on the phone with my friend, um, the phone call lasted for 22 minutes. And this friend I have known since we were both 11 years old. So where I'm going with this is the numbers, 1122. Those numbers always come up for me. Every time I look at my clock, I see those numbers. It's on a daily basis. It's like I never miss it. Every time I'm checking the clock, every single day, I see 11.22. I never miss it. And one reason why this number is so special to me is because my son was actually born on that day. And um, I'm actually (laughs) recording this on his birthday. But um, I also see it as a reminder that my spirit guides are telling me that I'm on the right path. And also another number I see is 327, and that is my birthday, and it sticks out so much. I see it on the back of cars. Um, I always seem to catch it on the clock as well. I don't see it every single day, but most of the time when I go to check the clock, um, I'm seeing 327. If it's not 1122, I'm seeing 327. Um, But that number means that my spirit guides want me to keep pushing through my goals and my challenges that I'm having. Anyways, I thought it was wild that I had somehow managed to see that number and put that together while I was having deja vu at the same time 
on the phone with my friend for 22 minutes and our friendship lasted for or our friendship started when we were 11 years old so that was um just wild putting all that together um i'm sorry i got a little sidetracked uh there with the numbers but <clears throat> anyways i wanted to share an experience i had while having deja vu um a couple of weeks ago actually and um i i got to catch myself on camera while having deja vu i was uh recording a video for my facebook group as um uh for my dark lily apothecary and as soon as i had the deja vu i had to stop the video and start over because i got so sidetracked from having deja vu and i replayed the video and i saw my eyes move a certain way and it was the wildest thing watching myself experience deja vu and you can tell in the video that for a moment <clears throat> i got lost and was basically like acknowledging the fact that i was having deja vu you could just see it all over my face and i'm not sure that anyone has ever done that before like anyone else has but i just thought i would share that with you guys because that was the first time that that's ever happened to me and um it it was uh <laughs> being able to witness it on video was just kind of amazing um I have noticed too that whenever I discuss deja vu with anyone, especially ones who aren't very spiritual, they usually have no explanation as to why they have it. And they don't believe in past lives or reincarnation. They just experience it and ignore it. And something I can say that I truly believe is that everyone is born with psychic abilities, but not very many tap into it. And a lot of people think it's a very silly thing because it's just unbelievable to them. And, of course, there are certain religions out there that have you convinced that this is something that is just impossible for you to have. And depending on how you grew up, you're conditioned to just living this life that you just exist here in the world. And there's nothing for you. No purpose. No magic in the world. You're just supposed to go to school every day, graduate, and go to college, and then go to work. And maybe start a family if that's what you choose. And it's something that's so frustrating, <clears throat> or something that is so frustrating is people aren't aware of the power that's within them and the magic that is out there. And that you can control your thoughts and you can manifest anything you want in life. And there I go again, getting off subject. <laughs> so I'm just going to um, go into the next topic, which is... Um, the whole point of this episode uh, which is dreams and uh, doing dream work um, you guys have to bear with me here because I could really go on all day about all this stuff um, so anyways I have I have had so many dreams that I wanted that I wanted to share with you guys um, most of these are good and then some of them not they're not the very best um, but I'm going to start with one um, in my back from my childhood. Whenever I was a kid, I went to an elementary school that was basically built like a shotgun house, except not exactly. Um, <clears throat> it was bigger than a house. Uh, like It was like a really long building with a really long hallway um, that had classrooms all the way down on each side. And then at the very end of the hallway, there was this big opening, um, 
and then it had classrooms on the side and then at the very end there was an emergency exit door there was a lunchroom in the same building but that was right when you walked through the door and it was to the right and then the long hallway um, it was off to the left and they they had other classrooms like in trailers behind the building and a gymnasium uh, was its own building off to the side of the school and if you wanted to go to the playground you actually had to walk a good distance outside to get to it and there was also a walking track right in front of the school um, I have so many memories at that school some not so great because I got bullied there a lot um, but I would always have this reoccurring dream that I would just run down the long hallway into the big opening through the emergency exit door and when you open the door there is like a long stairwell of concrete steps going down to the ground from the school so standing at the top of the stairs, it's like a long drop if you were to fall off coming out the door. And you really had to just watch your step. Um, not to mention, if you open that door, like there wasn't a whole lot of space. So right when you took your step going down the side, um, if you trip and fall, you're falling on concrete stairs. So that's not a fun fall. I don't think I ever did that as a kid, but... Um, I could just imagine. Anyways, um, so I'd have this dream where I'm running down the hallway into the big opening and then I'd run through the exit door and instead of turning to go down the steps, I would just keep straight. I would just keep running straight and fall off the top of the steps and before I would hit the concrete, I would wake up. And this was a reoccurring dream that I had that I would have whenever I was a kid and I really never gave it any thought I just always had it and anytime like every time I had the dream and I was running I remember that I could turn my head as I was falling I could turn my head and I could actually see like every dream would be different only in this part but I would turn my head and look to the right and see behind the school and the field and stuff and the woods that were back there. But then if I had the dream again, I remember looking to the other side and I would see the parking lot and the grass. And then like before I hit the ground, I'd wake up and it was just <laughs> wild, but um, another reoccurring dream I would have, not that this matters, but um, <laughs> this is just a reoccurring dream that I somehow continue to have, even through my adult years. Um, there was actually a gas station or a little market shop that sold gas, clothes, and food, and it had a red roof. Not saying the name of the gas station or this little market shop, um, but if you are an old friend and you're listening to this podcast and you grew up with me in that area, then you know exactly, you know exactly which store I'm talking about because everyone, everyone knows it. Um, anyways, I would have this reoccurring dream that I would be standing out in the parking lot and fireballs would be falling from the sky over the roof. And before the fireballs would re reach the ground or even touch the roof of this building I would wake up 
and um, I don't really know. I don't really know what was going on. I mean, there might have been some tragedy in the dream. I might have been running from something. And I do remember, you know, like I would have the feeling of chaos at the time in the dream. But I, I don't think, I don't really know what was going on. It was just a reoccurring dream of fireballs fa falling from the sky. Um, another reoccurring dream I have that's actually one of my favorites. Um, I didn't start having these dreams until I was an adult. But I would dream that I was flying like a bird and I would take off from my childhood home um, that I grew up in and I would fly above the trees and all down the windy road I lived on. And I lived in a house that was on the river. So we had a river view and we lived a little over a mile from where the street started and and like where it met with the main road and back then there was nothing but trees and a few houses down the road if you go down there now um they've added more houses like bigger houses um so i would just fly all down that road away from my house and all through and above the tree these trees and the feeling i would have was like the feeling of freedom and I don't really want to go into detail about it, but I didn't have the best memories in that house. So me flying away from it, from the house, really makes sense to me. And I always look forward to having this dream because I know I'm going to have the that feeling of freedom. And I'm going to have the best dream, the best time Um and something funny is that it's easier in a dream for me to fly and not be afraid of heights. But if you were to put me in a plane in real life, then I'm going to need a lot of convincing with some wine or heavily, be heavily medicated in order to do that because I don't do heights. So, um, but that's one of my, um, one of my favorite dreams. A lot of my dreams that I have are usually set in that area doesn't matter what the dream is about but it's it always ends up being in my childhood neighborhood like walking up the streets towards the end of the road like it was a dead end road so you know I just I know I have a lot of memories of walking up and down that street um but yeah like I, I just always end up having dreams that the setting is there um and I have also had dreams where um, I've been visited by a family who has passed on. I actually had a miscarriage several years back, and I had a dream that my grandmother and my great uncle, um, which was her brother, my grandmother's brother, uh, they came to visit me. And my grandmother passed away when I was only three months old, so I never got the chance to meet her. And my great uncle passed when I was um, 14. And this is on my mom's side. So, in this dream, um, you know, they're walking up to me. And they hand me a baby wrapped up in a blanket. And they told me that my baby girl was okay and healthy and safe. And they reassured me that they were taking good care of her. And while holding her, I could tell that she just wasn't meant to be with me at this time on earth. And that's really all that happened in the dream they just you know they told they talked to me they told me that she was okay and um and let's just say I, I woke up in tears because this happened shortly after I had lost her 
um, but I did it did help me with some with some form of closure and healing so um, <clears throat> the next one I'll, I'll tell you about um, I can't go into too much detail because it's a sore subject to talk about that I'm not sure I want the whole world to know about but I was abused by a certain someone growing up and they eventually passed away at a very young age and we actually never got any closure uh, me and that person we we never got any closure I never got the closure I needed from it and I know they had to live with it for a little while and and we just never talked about it while they were still alive and um I'll just leave it at that but I had a dream three months after they passed and I was 18 years old when I had this dream and they came to visit me and somehow managed to get me alone in the dream I wasn't scared or anything like that but they told me how sorry they were for everything that they put me through they apologized for all the hurt they had caused me and how they had made me out to be a liar about the situation I remember when they died, I actually had wrote a three-page letter to them telling them that I forgive them. Because, you know, now I was the one that was going to have to live with those memories. So, they told me that they had gotten my letter and they just apologized for everything. And then I remember waking up and just being amazed because at the time I was so young and never experienced anything like that before. And uh, now, you know, I was able to go on with my life knowing that they really, how they really felt. And I don't even hold any anger towards them for that. And it, and it was like releasing any kind of um, negative emotions that I was holding in, any kind of traumatizing emotions. Like I was able to release all of that because of that visit in the dream knowing that they were genuinely sorry for what they had done to me. And it was very, the experience was just amazing. It was nice. It was clarification on so many things. And I, I really needed it. And, you know, I still live with certain fears and anxieties because of it. But at least I got some closure for it. And to me, that's all that matters because everything else I can manage. Plus, having those certain anxieties are a form of protection. And I know how to protect my son from any, anything like that as well. So, um, moving on to the next part of my dreams. Um, you know, my mom, after my mom had passed away, I never really had a real visit from her in my dreams. I've had dreams about her, but none where she, none where we just sit and talk about things. I remember having a dream where I was with my mom and my grandmother and they were both making crafts. And when my mom was alive, she could craft, when she was alive, she, she couldn't craft anything. She, she was never the crafty person, but for some reason in this dream, she had made all these crafts and I was like really impressed with her. Um, and then I had also had some not so great dreams and one in particular was when she faked her own death. I don't remember every detail, but the parts that stand out to me the most was when I caught a glimpse of her at a family function. We were having a 
family get together and I thought I saw her and then I'm like I'm like okay I'm just seeing things you know and then and then I like I saw her again and this wasn't just a glimpse so I, like I walk up to her and I asked her if she was real I'm like are you really standing here right now like how are you here and my sister was actually standing there with my mom and my mom wouldn't talk to me but my sister was talking for her so I'm asking her all these questions and my sister is answering them for her and she says um she told me that she faked her death so she could go be with her ex who was he was actually very abusive to her and I was like that that is the dumbest reason ever. I I remember yelling at her and crying my eyes out and I told her I was like how could you do this? This is so much pain. This is you caused me so much pain and there was no way that she could have done this because there like there's no way that she could have faked her own death because I watched her die. And then after the entire blow up in the dream, you know, after I blew up on her, she then goes back to be with the family, and then, of course, my son is there, and then she proceeds to start yelling at my son, getting on to him for every little thing that he was doing, and I'm like, who is this person? You know, my, my mom is not, she, she hardly ever disciplined me and my sister when she did, when we were in each other's lives at a, when we were young, you know, she hardly ever disciplined us. So I, she never disciplined my son when she was alive either. So I'm just like, um, I, this is not my mom. And by then, you know, I woke up and I realized that I wasn't even sure, you know, who that was. And all because there's just, there's just no way that she would have acted like that. And sometimes my dreams, you know, they don't make any sense to me. And sometimes we have to do dream work to find out what they do mean. So I kind of wanted to go over certain techniques and certain herbs that you can use to help you with your dream work. And I'm going to add this disclaimer just in case, but everything I put in here is either from my own experience or research. I'm not a licensed healthcare professional. Um, so I just wanted to add that in there. This is just, like I said, based off my own experience. Um, I'm going into dream work and going into herbs that you can use to help you. Um, so here we go. Everyone's interpretation of their dreams can mean anything. It varies from person to person. So here are a few interpretations that I have found, um, First one is falling, and that's like the fear of losing control or failure, like insecurity or lack of support in waking life. Um, and of course, I did experience that. I just told you about that, and um, but that was mostly whenever I was a kid, and it really all makes sense now. Because um, growing up, I, I was not allowed to express emotions. Um, flying, which is the meaning freedom and escape and feeling empowered or in control of the situation I cannot wait to have that dream again of flying even if it's not in my childhood area on my street like send me to the ocean send me to the jungle um, I actually uh, have a blue macaw tattooed on my arm because if I ever get to be reincarnated I really hope that 
I come back as a bloomacologist so I can fly around. Um, the third one is teeth falling out. Um, and that's like anxiety about appearance or communication, feeling lack of control in a situation. Um, I usually, I've had several of those dreams and literally where I'm spitting out my teeth and I'm bleeding and it's awful. It's the worst. I hate having those dreams. Um, I usually feel stressed out when I have those dreams. Um, but that has happened to me before. Um, let's see, which is the next one that I want to add in there? Um, being lost, feeling, uh, directionless or lack of sense of purpose, uncertainty about life choices. You know, I've never had a dream about getting lost, but I will tell you, um, I'm not sure if I mentioned this before in a recent podcast or not, but like while I was early, early months of grieving the loss of my mom, one of the best ways that I could explain it was, um, I felt like a child who lost their parent in Walmart and couldn't find them. And that was a very, that was a very weird way of, um, describing that feeling, but that's how I felt. Um, anyways, uh, let's see. being late never had a dream about being late fear of missing out or not meeting expectations anxiety about time management or deadlines yeah i haven't i haven't i don't think i've ever had a dream about that i have had dreams where i'm like waking up thinking that i'm waking up and then i'm not waking up and then i'll sit straight up in my bed and look at my clock and realize that i still have time to sleep <laughs> but you know, that's probably the only, um, time I've experienced that. Um, and then meeting a deceased loved one, seeking closure or unresolved emotions about the person's passing, um, a desire for guidance or reassurance. Um, you know, I haven't, I wouldn't necessarily say that I can resonate with those meanings, um, because every dream of a deceased loved one that I've had, this never really been about closure as far as their passing. And then, you know, the nightmare that I had about mom, you know, with her faking her on death, you know, I'm, I'm still, I haven't had any kind of closure on that. And of course it's still, I'm recording this now and it hasn't even been a year yet that my mom has passed. So who knows when that will come. Um, but I will say that dream that I had from, you know, with the person that had hurt me, abused me as a child, um, that was closure for me. But I also think that that was a little bit of unfinished business on their side. And I felt like that was something that they had to do to be able to move on to their, their next life. And um, I've always felt that way. Alright, so, if you're interpreting dreams on a spiritual level, um, it can vary as well, depending on your beliefs. So, uh, here's a few examples I have, just going to give a quick outline on them. Um, sometimes they can be messages from the divine. Um, dreams are seen as a way that higher powers or the divine can communicate with people. And uh, symbolic rep representations, um, 
dreams are often seen as symbolic, reflecting deeper truths or insights about the dreamer's spiritual journey. Uh, let's see, spiritual growth and transformation, connecting with the unconscious. Um, dreams are considered a window into the unconscious mind, and spiritual practitioners may view them as a way to access hidden aspects of the self, which is very true. Exploring dreams can be a means of self-discovery and spiritual awakening, and that is just so true. I mean, and I, I love dream work. I'm like... You know, keeping a journal by your bedside is, if you're ever doing dream work, is probably a big deal. Like, that's something that you really want to do. Um, so, when it's fresh in your mind, you can just go to it and go to your journal and write it down as soon as you wake up. Um, Alright, so, let's go over the herbs. Um, these are herbs that can help you while doing dream work. And I'll say before trying any of these, I highly recommend that you speak with your healthcare provider before you try it, especially if you have anxiety or depression or you're on any medication. Um, there are certain herbs on the list that I can't even use because I'm on a different medication or I'm on different medications and <clears throat> it can actually have a negative effect. And one of them I really want to try and I can't. I can't do it because of my... Um, medication and it is probably the number one herb that I would recommend to anybody to use as far as dream work and that's mugwort it's considered like a very powerful herb for dream work and it gives you lucid dreaming um, it can be burned as an incense or placed under the pillow or used as a tea but I feel like if you're going to do any kind of dream work you're probably gonna want to use it in a tea because you're absorbing it better that way. There, um, the next herb is the blue lotus. There's valerian, um, lavender, you know, that's known for calming effects. Um, I love drinking lavender tea and chamomile. Chamomile is actually next on my list. Um, both of those are very relaxing. Um, peppermint tea. It has been known to stimulate vivid dreams. I have never drank peppermint tea before bed, usually because of acid reflux. <laughs> so, um, but I will drink it like if I have an upset stomach or something like that, it usually helps calm, calm that down. Um, and then there's rosemary. Some people actually believe it enhances the memory and able to help you remember your dreams when you wake up. Um, you can use it as an incense. Um, or you can even add it to like a dream pillow. Um, and then there's sage um, that can be burned as an incense. Uh, there's cinnamon. That actually will help stimulate psychic abilities and enhance dream experiences. Um, of course, you can add that into teas and use it as an incense. I, you, I don't add it into any tea. Um, I actually add it in my coffee every morning. Um, I, I only do it for protection and abundance. But... Um, but I haven't found a tea that I really want to mix it in with. So, um, when incorporating herbs into your dream work, it's very essential to approach it with intention and mindfulness and respect for the potential effects on your body and mind. So, um, I've always, always wanted to try mugwort and I can't because of the medications, but maybe one day, maybe one day I'll get there. Um, 
but since it is my favorite, I really wanted to focus on that more. And, you know, like I said earlier, mugwort helps with lucid dreaming, um, where you're, it actually makes you more aware that you're dreaming. Um, and like I said, you really want to kind of consume it as a tea because that is what's going to enhance it better for you. Um, and it does help you remember, um, remember your dreams. You do want to be careful. I cannot pronounce this word, so I'm not, I'm not even going to attempt it. Um, but there is a compound. It's also found in wormwood, but it's mugwort contains this compound and it's very toxic in high doses um so it has um in high like if you have it in high doses it can have a neuro neurotoxic effect so you really don't want to consume too much of it um and of course if you're preg pregnant or breastfeeding avoid it at all cost just avoid it um and then some people, you know, you might actually have allergies. If you're allergic to ragweed, marigolds, or daisies, um, you're probably going to be allergic to mugwort. And um, you know how you can use it? You can make your mugwort tea. Um, I did say that that is a better way to absorb it. Um, you can burn the um, mugwort leaves uh, as incense. Um, that will help relax you. Um, you can create a dream pillow by placing the dried mugwort leaves inside a small pillow and keep it near your pillow while sleeping. Um, I'm still not going to do that. I'm just going to stay away from mugwort. <laughs> Even though it's tempting, I'm just going to stay away because I don't want to risk anything. Um, but there, are, uh, there's another way you could use it. Um, as like a form of essential oil or aromatherapy. Um, I don't know how to do that, but apparently that's something that you can do with mugwort. Um, it is crucial to do thorough research on mugwort before you try to incorporate it in your dream work routine. Um, just make sure that you're aware of all the potential risk and like I said before, consult with your health care professional, um, especially if you have any health concerns or you're on medications. You just always want to be mindful and be sure to consume it in moderation. All right, so if you're into doing any dream work, it's always good to keep a journal by your bedside, like I mentioned earlier. So right when you wake up, you can record your dreams while it's still fresh on your mind. I actually designed a journal um, for DreamWork and it's in my Dark Lily Apothecary Etsy shop along with several other journals that I have designed. If it's one thing I love to do, it's journaling and writing. So um, today I, or this evening, I'm recording this at night, um, I don't really have a challenge for you. Uh, unless you want to do DreamWork, then I really encourage you to make sure you do record them. It's really cool to go back and read them too. You might actually find a lot of answers and discover a lot of things about yourself that you've never known. Um, if I end up having any more crazy dreams, I will be sure to share them because I have, have always found it fascinating. Um, you know, I might actually just go ahead and tell you this one last dream before I end this episode. Um, 
I actually debated on whether I should mention this or not, but um, I had a dream in, it was probably about two months before my mom passed. And I'm not sure that I would consider it as a warning sign because at the time I didn't really know I wanted to consider it that way. There was just a lot of things about the dream that there, there was a lot of things that didn't make any sense as to how it could relate to my mom's death. And then there's a lot of things in the dream that I can see, oh, this is a warning sign, you know. So I just remember having a dream that I was invited to a private island and um, I'm not going into too much detail about what happened on that private island because uh, it's a little gory. But um, let's just say that when I got there onto the island, um, it wasn't an ocean, by the way. It wasn't sand. There, well, there was sand, but it wasn't sand like from the ocean. Um, it wasn't an ocean setting. It was like river water. And when you walk onto the island, um, you have, um, like these beautiful flower beds and they were all tulips. And my grandmother's favorite flower was a tulip. And this was my mom's mom. She passed away when I was three months old. So, you know, there were tulips everywhere, purple tulips at that. And so I'm like that's weird, you know, and I just keep walking. I had a very unsettling feeling going on to that island. Um, I actually ended up getting kidnapped from somebody crazy who, um, was going to, I guess, sell me. And, and that's, that is where I'm not going to go into detail with, but let's just say that, like I said, it was gory and I actually ended up being rescued by a couple of guys that, um, like, it was actually my boss that I had back at my old job. He rescued me. Him and his son did. Wild. But, um, the part that stood out to me the most was the tulips. The purple tulips. And when I mentioned it to my, like, I, I mentioned it to my wife about the tulips. But after I had this dream, I had... PTSD the whole day the next day. No one could touch me or get near me. I was very jumpy. Um, and so I had to, I did a ritual where I wrote every feeling that I had from that dream and I burned it in my cauldron. Nope, not my cauldron. I did not burn it in my cauldron. I actually just burned it on the stove in a skillet. Yep, that's what I did. Um, <laughs> and when I did that, um, it's funny because I've always felt close to, um, Artemis and I've always worked with the moon and the cycles and, well, the crescent moon came up on the piece of paper as it was burning and that was my sign that I was going to be okay. So I visualized everything just going away. I made sure that everything was burned completely. And then I went to go take a shower and I scrubbed myself from head to toe and just visualized everything washing down the drain, every bit of pain and anxiety that I was dealing with from that dream and everything that 
happened in the dream. I just washed it away. But what I don't understand is the 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 tulip part. If I meant if I said lilies earlier, I, it wasn't lilies. It was tulips. Um, I my mom's favorite flower was a lily, so I might have gotten the two mixed up. But it was it was tulips. And so seeing those um, there was just kind of like like I said it could have just been a warning sign. But I really don't know how I can relate any of that to my mom's death. Like it just everything that happened in my dream had nothing to do with my mom. And I don't even think, I'm not even sure that my mom was there. I don't even think she was in the dream, but I never really had dreams about my mom when she was alive. Um, I didn't really start having dreams about her until after she passed away. Anyways, I, I wanted to go ahead and share that with you guys. Um, and I'm sorry that I don't go into detail about certain things that do happen in the dreams. Um, it's just, I feel like a lot of it is very personal, and I, I can get personal, but I can't get too personal, if that makes sense. So, um, anyways, I hope you guys, <laughs> I'm sorry to leave you on that note, um, let's just go back and say, I really hope that you're taking care of yourself and you are living your best life. I don't want to leave you on a sad note, <laughs> so... Anyways, I hope you guys have enjoyed this episode, and if you are enjoying the podcast, I would love for you to share with a friend, and if you want to connect with me on Instagram, you can find me at um, on Instagram at Self Healing with Magic. You can go and look my shop up on Facebook. It's Dark Lily Apothecary. It is a private group, so I will, I will have to approve your um, invite. And, you know, I really hope that you all have a wonderful day and I will talk to you soon. Bye, guys.